clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of White Coats Podcast. Today it's season three, episode four. We are talking about the third pillar of wellness, which is, drum roll please, exercise. exercise. Woo! Okay. So Arielle is going to start us off. She's going to be talking about the different types of exercise. What is exercise? I'm going to be talking about the mental health and physical health effects of exercise. So let's get into it, Arielle. What is exercise? How much of it do we need? Let us know. Okay, so exercise first is just defined as any bodily activity that maintains or enhances physical fitness and Mm -hmm. overall health and wellness. This includes walks, um, hit training, which is high intensity yeah. interval training, things like that. Yeah. And that's, um, we want to add that in there because, you know, exercise does not need to be rigorous. Yeah. It doesn't need to be so intense like Definitely. hit or like, because it can also be walks yeah. or jogs or stuff like that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the types a little bit later, but yeah. just to give a little background of exercise, So according to the Mayo Clinic, Mm -hmm. each adult should exercise about 150 minutes of moderate aerobic training. And I'm going to explain what aerobic training is a little later. Or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic training per week. week. Yeah, Yeah. per week. Um, You can spread this out during the week however you'd like. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like a guideline. It's, It's a minimum. It's a basic. But... Of course, the more you exercise, the more benefits you will get and more results you will see. The Mayo Clinic also suggests that you should exercise twice a week and focus on strength training. Mm-hmm. So this this more, they don't give an exact number. They say that the duration depends on your fitness background, right. how many reps you're able to do, and how much weight you're able to use. It all just depends on each person, um, how much experience you have, etc. Exercise all major muscle groups when you're doing strength training. So you don't want to just focus on, let's say, doing your arms and your arms get huge and then your legs are like twigs. (laughs) You need to be proportional, not only to look good, but actually for your own body. Yeah. Yeah. A good general goal is about 30 minutes of moderate physical activity per day. And I feel like everybody can get that in. Yeah. Whether that's like you're waking up early before work or school Mm -hmm. or whether it's after work or school or like at your lunch break, go for a 30 minute walk, something like that. Exactly. Uh, This all depends on your individual goals and what you're setting for yourself and what you want for yourself. Um, And exercise just... To kind of give us some background knowledge, exercise actually delivers oxygen and nutrients throughout your body and helps your cardiovascular system work as efficiently as possible. So this is one of the main and really great effects of exercise. I'm not going to spoil too much. I think Mm -hmm. Lauren is talking a little bit about it. Next, I'm going to be talking about the four types of exercise. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the time people think of running or sports or really high intensity training Mm -hmm. when they're thinking about exercise. But Mm -hmm. actually, there's four different categories. You have endurance, strength, balance, and flexibility. I didn't know that there were those four types. So the first endurance, this is aerobic exercise, a.k.a. pretty much cardio, doing Mm -hmm. cardio, like running, biking, 
even mm-hmm. walking, anything that focuses on increasing heart rate. Right. Um, this is linked um, to and helps other types of exercise. So you might have a combination of these right. four. It's not only... It, uh, some of the exercises do overlap between right. the four. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, because I, I do a lot of bike riding, and especially when we're doing a lot of hills and stuff, it yeah. definitely builds up strength as well, right. and that's yeah. the next type of exercise. Yeah. right. So, yeah, like you said, strength is next. Just focusing on just getting stronger and muscle growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this includes weightlifting. This could be either with bands or dumbbells, any sort of thing like that. Even not weights, but yeah. just body the, body weight. Exactly, even body weight, just mm-hmm. increasing your muscle mass. So mm-hmm. the, even push-ups, like that is right. focusing on your actual body, like your muscles, whereas the endurance is focusing on your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Next, we have balance. This is focused on muscles that keep you upright and, of course, balanced. So, mm-hmm. such as your legs and core. Uh, yeah. This can be done through yoga. That's mm-hmm. a type of exercise, you know? Yeah. Anything that improves stability. I know and, Pilates yeah, also. Yeah, Pilates for sure. It, it definitely overlaps with strength, but there's a lot of balance in yeah. it. A lot yeah. of like planks and stuff like that, keeping your body upright, yeah. like you said. And And this is balance. So, this is. When you think about it, if you, if your goal is 30 minutes of exercise per week and you're not an avid runner or whatever, anything like that, you can do 30 minutes of yoga quick in the yeah. morning or in the evening, whatever you want. And it's still, it's not high intensity, but it mm-hmm. is still getting exercise in, which is great. Yeah. And for me, honestly, because I, I try to work out a lot and I play sports and stuff for school. Yeah. Yoga isn't, it doesn't make me sweat, but it's something that's really yeah. like, it's very calming. It's sort of like meditation in that yeah. there's a lot of deep breaths and balance incorporated in it. So that's kind of a unique sort of exercise, that, but it definitely helps with balance. Yeah, stuff. definitely. So what's the last type of exercise? The last one is flexibility. And we all kind of know somewhat about flexibility. I did not know that this was a type of exercise, yeah. but... Too. It is. So this is focused on stretching the muscles and the tendons and improves muscle elasticity and increases range of motion and mobility, which is super mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So like before a game, I know for me, like before basketball games, I always, always stretch. It's really hard to just get on the court and just start running or yeah. in anything, not even in sports, but just get out there and start doing a hard, intense exercise so Mm -hmm. flexibility and stretching your muscles will actually help you complete the other types of exercises yeah again these are all interconnected and strengthening one helps you do the other so they're all kind of connected and you don't want to be very strong in one and lack the other you need a good balance of all of them Totally. Right, because let's say you're not, you don't stretch, you're not flexible, you don't do flexibility training, but you go straight for endurance and strength because yeah. you want to get big or whatever your goal is, then you know you you have a higher chance of getting injured. Your mm-hmm. your muscles aren't being stretched out and taken right. care not, of. They're not conditioned exactly. to do that exercise. Yet. Definitely. So all four are important and need to be incorporated yeah. in your day one way or the mm-hmm. other. Now. How do Next. you how do you maintain that exercise plan? Okay, great question. So exercising can be hard for some people, or maintaining yeah. a set schedule where you want to actually motivate yourself 
and get it done, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we've all felt unmotivated at some point. So one thing that's really great is to set a healthy and realistic goal for yourself, right? I'm not going to say, yeah, I want to lose 100 pounds in two days, right? That's not healthy and not realistic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, each person needs to customize their own workout plan that is right for them, Mm -hmm. not to overwhelm themselves uh, where they feel like they can't do anything. Because if you set an unrealistic goal and then you convince yourself Mm -hmm. that, you know, actually this is unrealistic, then, you know, you say, what's the point? Mm -hmm. There's no way I'm going to get it done anyways. Yeah, I've made that mistake where maybe I wasn't working out for a a period of time and I'm like, I want to get back into working out. And I say, okay, Lauren, you are going to work out one to two hours, seven days a week. And I never keep it up because it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And so if you like maybe do 30 minutes, five days a week or something like that, and then you can even overdo that. Like you can you yeah. can overcompensate because it's so realistic yeah. and it's so, it's like almost minimal so that you know that you can even overachieve that. Yeah, definitely. And that's a good feeling too. Yeah, definitely is. And you feel accomplished and you feel really great about yourself Mm -hmm. and that leads into the next topic or the next section of uh, how to maintain your exercise plan which Mm -hmm. is reward yourself Mm -hmm. you know exercise is not easy working out doing high intensity or even low intensity but this is a way to you need to treat yourself and treat your body and this doesn't necessarily mean oh i'm gonna have a cheat day i'm gonna have a whatever because i've been restricting or however it may be Look at it in more of a positive way. For example, when you reward yourself, you are able to make exercising more fun because you mentally have that or psychologically have that correlation. Yeah, and you have that motivation. Exactly. So fitting exercise into your schedule can be difficult, we all know, Mm -hmm. especially when it's new. So for an example, buy a new book. Mm -hmm. Get five extra minutes in the morning before, Mm -hmm. you know, before waking up. Uh, Take yourself out to a concert or game Mm -hmm. or, you know, do this with a friend. Things that are positive, that are uplifting, not that'll you know, put you down or take you off track yeah. or things like that, you know, because totally. a lot of the time people say, oh, like, I want to reward myself. Mm-hmm. Well, make sure that the reward will not only make you feel great, but also yeah. assist you in achieving your goal. Yeah. Something that I do is I always work out like before a meal, whether that's before eating breakfast, like when I get up, I do something. Mm-hmm. And then sort of my reward is eating a really good meal. Or if I am working out like towards the evening, Mm -hmm. I will work out, shower, whatever, and then I go and like watch a TV show and like I'm fully able to relax. Yeah. And also I like to get all my things done before I work out. So then after I work out, you can just relax the whole night. Yeah. I agree. That's literally what I did this morning. I went to work out and now I'm recording a podcast that I love to do. So it's another way of reward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, next um, tip is to establish a support system. Now, this is not only the not always the most evident or obvious, mm-hmm. but when you think about it, it's one of the best ways actually to motivate yourself. Yeah. So, share your goals with friends and family so that they can push you, motivate you, and share yeah. rewards with you. And one really, 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 really important mm-hmm. thing that I know from my personal experience is find yourself a workout buddy. Yeah. Not to socialize, not to get off track, but actually when you have someone accountable, 
not only do you hold them accountable, but they hold you accountable. You guys can totally. push each other, and then you guys can do your rewards together. Right. right, you want to share your rewards with them, or tell your friends and family. You know, I think, in my opinion, I would love to share my rewards with someone that I'm working out with, just because we just did a crazy workout together. Now you like deserve to, you know, right. you feel like you deserve it. That's so true. And also, a couple of things about that. That's why I feel like team sports is so great. I love doing team sports mm -hmm. because everybody's pushing each other. You're holding each other accountable. Definitely, it's fun and it's competitive. Yeah, it's so fun to run with a partner or with a workout buddy yeah. because you guys are always trying to like get the upper hand and like go faster so that's yeah. really fun definitely and sometimes when you work out alone you yeah. don't have that other person to push you and mm -hmm. kind of like compare yourself to in a way because yeah. even if you're not you know like pushing each other like where you're speaking mm -hmm. telling each other like you're pushing each other but it's always competitive when yeah. you're working out with someone else that's just the truth yeah and that's really a great way to, you know, keep up your plan. And also accountability is such a big thing. For me, anytime I have a coach or a personal trainer or somebody else there, I'm more likely to finish the set or to have better form or whatever. It's so yeah. easy when you're working out alone to, to sort of it. slack off. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe do one less set or one less rep or less extra, uh, less weight. And yeah. then also last thing about that is if you um if you want to like socialize for example and you want to exercise this is a good way to sort of do two things at once mm -hmm. if you don't have time to both exercise and hang out with a friend or whatever yeah obviously pre-covid or social distance and stuff then this way you can do two in one you can if you want to see a friend work out with them yeah you know, that's a great that's a great way to way to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. Now, Lauren, why yeah. don't you tell us about exercise, how it relates to chronic disease? We know yeah. some things about it, but why don't you tell us yeah. the details? So one major benefit of exercise is lower your risk, lowering your risk for chronic disease. Um, and so first thing, we have heart disease. So regular exercise can improve your heart health, it improves your heart functioning and beating, it also lowers your risk for high blood pressure as well. Next, awesome. we have both type 1 and 2 diabetes. Usually we hear a lot about type 2, um, but this actually lowers your blood sugar, whether it's type 1 or type 2, and lowering your blood sugar is important for any kind of diabetes because diabetes is when your pancreas doesn't function correctly, it doesn't admit it administer insulin which lowers your blood sugar so i know that was a lot of words but pretty much <laughs> exercise sort of aids in lowering your blood sugar which is the goal of di any sort of treatment for diabetes mm -hmm. so it acts it acts as an aid it also can help control maintain your weight which can possibly prevent type 2 diabetes it also increases your energy which can help your sort of quality quality of life as your blood sugar is fluctuating, which doesn't feel great. Next, we have asthma. Mm -hmm. This can help control the frequency and severity of asthma attacks. So the more cardiovascular exercises you do, like the first type of exercise, which was endurance, it can actually help condition your lungs over time and maybe reduce the severity, duration, frequency of asthma attacks. It's sort of like that term getting in shape. Yeah. That's what it does. Next, we have back pain. So 
any sort of low impact aerobic exercises. This could include maybe some light bike riding or swimming. I know that's very popular. Love this swimming. can increase your strength and endurance in your back and improves muscle functioning without putting any strain on it because something like running is very high impact. Your legs are hitting the ground very hard. Yeah. You know, this is not good necessarily for your knees mm -hmm. um, or anything like that. So something like swimming or bike riding is very, very beneficial. And also you can do some sort of abdominal and back exercises, um, like core exercises, which can help reduce the symptoms of back pain by strengthening the muscles around your spine. Mm -hmm. Next, we have arthritis and obviously Ariel can speak to this. Um, but this pretty much exercise can reduce the pain because mm -hmm. it maintains and builds muscle strength in affected joints. Yeah. And it can also help reduce joint stiffness, which improves quality of life. Definitely. So arthritis, a lot of the time for me, it makes your joints super stiff. And basically arthritis is the inflammation of your joints and you have joints all over your body. So when your joints are stiff, it kind of makes mobility, it reduces mobility and it makes it more painful. And one type of exercise that helps with this is the flexibility exercise mm -hmm. because it improves the elasticity of your joints and will actually accustom your joints to moving so that it will reduce that stiffness. And that's yeah. like a great way to great. Uh, prevent that and reduce it. Totally. And also I think the flexibility type of exercise is something that a lot of people leave out. Mm -hmm. Like you said, some people just go straight into running, mm -hmm. but it's pretty bad for your joints, for your muscles and stuff like that. You really want to condition it. Do You could even do a dynamic sort of warm-up. That's what I do every time before volleyball. Mm -hmm. We do things like high knees, stuff like that. Um, next, we have cancer. So exercise is not necessarily going to prevent cancer. It could aid in preventing sort of cancers, but most importantly, it's going to improve your quality of life for people who have had cancer mm -hmm. by giving them energy, keeping them in shape, and sort of building up the muscle that could have been lost when they experienced cancer-related fatigue and maybe was in bed a lot um, and was doing a lot of treatments like chemotherapy, which can make you very weak and stuff. Next, we have, and lastly, we have dementia. So exercise will improve cognition. Those who exercise regularly have lower risk for getting dementia or, and it can improve cognitive ability. So next topic, we have the benefits of exercise. I'm going to talk about both mental and physical health. First thing, mental health. We're going to talk about exercise and depression. Running 15 minutes a day or walking an hour a day, this will relieve the symptoms of depression by 26%. This was shown in a Harvard study somewhat recently, Whoa. a couple years ago, yeah. And this is because it promotes neural growth, reduces inflammation, promotes sort of serenity, calmness, releases endorphins, that sort mm -hmm. of a thing. Next, we have exercise and anxiety. Yeah. This can relieve tension and stress, boost physical and mental energy releases endorphins, encourages mindfulness. Definitely. This is something that's really cool where like, if you're doing a sport, it's very important to, whether it's like volleyball, you're working on your hitting approach, you really need to pay attention. Oh, why did my foot go that way? Or if you're doing strength training, why like maybe you need to adjust your form. So this can really work on 
mindfulness and maybe act as a distraction to any sort of constant worrying that Definitely. people that suffer from yeah. anxiety have. Love that. Next, we're going to talk about exercise and ADHD. So exercise boosts dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin levels, which all affect your focus and attention. This is a really good way to aid in any sort of ADHD symptoms. And so it sort of acts the same way as treatment would, which would try to increase the effect of, or increase focus and attention. Next, we will be talking about physical health. Exercise and stress. So when you hear stress, you're probably like, wait, that's something mental. But really when you're stressed, this leads to stress in your body. This makes your muscles more tense in your neck, your shoulders, your face, that sort of a thing. And this can increase headaches, back or neck pain, and it's very uncomfortable. And those who experience this sort of stress could experience insomnia as well, heartburn, stomach aches, that sort of a thing. So exercise can break this cycle and release endorphins and sort of uh, relieve the tension in your muscles. Mm -hmm. Next physical effect is weight management, of course. This could include maintaining your weight or losing your weight and losing weight and keeping it off. Obviously, this is important for people who have very high percentages of fat in their body, not necessarily for someone with very little, Mm -hmm. um, but obviously it can help cosmetically, but it's very important medically. Yeah, and people that want to gain muscle mass. Right, of course. And so it also reduces health risk as well. It reduces the risk for any sort of chronic conditions, as I shared above. It also strengthens your bones and muscles, and it can slow the loss of bone density that comes with age. So Mm -hmm. this is also exercise really aids in slowing aging. And this also comes up in skin health. And so regular moderate exercise can increase the body's production of natural antioxidants, which protects cells and stimulates blood flow, which really keeps the color and health in your skin, in your aging skin, which can delay the appearance of of aging. That's Um, cool. I didn't know that. It also improves quality of sleep and quality of life, of course, by reducing the effects of chronic diseases, and it can make you feel happier, increase your energy levels, that sort of a thing. Also, something really interesting that came up when I was researching was it prevents falls. And this is yeah. because, because as you exercise, it Im- increases your coordination and cognition. And this could be really vital as you're getting older. Yeah. Because um, I know that as you get older, if especially if your bones are more frail and sort of you're more fragile, you don't have as m- much muscle or whatever, it's very important to minimize your falling risk. Definitely. I saw that when I was exercising. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, researching yeah. um, the types of exercise and uh, especially mm-hmm. the flexibility. Totally. Uh, that was something that came up as well. Yeah. And also, of course, when you fall, it's you're creating risk for, for injury. So mm-hmm. any way to minimize injury is vital. So next we're going to be talking about who can you consult when you want to maybe create a new exercise regimen or even figure out if you really, really need to exercise, first you have your primary care doctor. They're going to assess your medical health and recommend whether that's building muscle or weight loss or just becoming more active in general, Mm -hmm. um, maybe getting off your phone, decreasing screen time. 
and they can recommend either a high or low intensity workouts, duration and frequency of workouts. Fun fact, and this is really cool, around the world, doctors are starting to prescribe exercise as if it was treatment no or medication. Yeah, and so some are even offering free gym memberships to their patients. That's so yeah. cool. Really cool. Um, and that yeah. just shows the importance of exercising. Yeah. It's almost, if not just as important as maybe getting sort of medication because it can oh, really definitely. aid in your health. Next, and we this have, is a more natural and um, like different way than just getting a prescription right. medication where mm-hmm. it's kind of like it is maybe fixing the problem, mm-hmm. but this is something that not only may fix one sort of problem, but it'll mm-hmm. aid you and make you feel better in other ways. Totally. So it's more of a just, well-rounded yeah, type of... Just like nutrition thing. and sleep. Yeah, Those definitely. also are going to aid in like in your ability to function Uh in addition to any sort of medications or whatever else you're doing medically yeah next we have personal trainers they're going to help you create an individualized plan for your health and exercise goals you're going to see them regularly whether it's weekly or every other day just to make sure your form is good you're making good progress Mm -hmm. and that you're seeing results one thing about a personal trainer is that you need to make sure that they know what they're doing because we might not all know what we're doing we're not Mm -hmm. you know this is not everyone's expertise is in training yeah I know mine isn't, but when I go to my personal trainer, I know that I put my trust in them mm-hmm. um, to make sure I'm doing everything correctly, make sure they're paying attention to every little thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. My form is correct so that there's no way for me to get injured or hurt or anything like right. that. And also, I, I learned this in my anatomy and sports med class. Um, personal trainers are not necessarily certified. Of course, they're not board certified, Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily need any certification to work at a gym or have their own, have their own gym, you know? So it's very important to make sure they know what they're doing and that you can trust them. Next, we have physical therapists. So they're not really going to create a whole workout plan for you, but really their job is to treat any sort of problems like physical stress, as we talked about before. And this is going to speed up recovery if you are injured during exercise. It will, they will assess your risk for injury and maybe advise you on what type of workouts you wanna do, like whether that's walking or hit or running or bike riding. Yeah. And I went to a, um, a physical therapist because I had pretty bad headaches for a while and they recommended wearing a mouth guard at night or maybe when I am playing exercise, playing exercise, when I'm playing sports. Um, and this, so they just pretty much assess your risk for injury and sort of treat a problem by doing low impact exercises. Yeah. And that, that relates to the fourth type of exercise which is yeah flexibility flexibility. and balance honestly yeah so true so true yeah so thanks guys that was a wrap for today's episode we hope you enjoyed our uh breakdown of the third Mm -hmm. pillar of wellness which was exercise again no spoilers for next episode (laughs) gonna keep you guys on your toes but this season is all about health and wellness so stay tuned for future episodes We hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.